Today's bag of popcorn is brought to you by Auto Approve. Auto Approve makes refinancing your auto loan easy so that you can keep more of your hard-earned money. Learn more at autoapprove.com slash popcorn. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance in about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I believe that most of us, when we go to work, we're putting in a lot of good hours. Like, I'm not going to lie. We're all probably not working the whole 40 hours every single week. But I believe that we all work extremely hard at our jobs and give a lot of time to our employers. But despite that, there's still this idea going around that we aren't working hard enough and we could be doing more. And I'm specifically talking about this idea of hustle culture, that when you're not at work, when you're not eating, you need to be working, sleep less, work more, which can be a really damaging thing. And if you didn't know, each week I join Natalie Lizarraga for a finance chat over on Current, which airs on NBCLX and New England Cable News. And I wanted to share with you all our conversation about the impacts that hustle culture can have on our lives. Chris, always good to see you. Hey, it's great to see you, too. So we're going to talk about your latest episode of This is Awkward. You kind of talk about this controversial tweet. What did it say? Yeah, you know, uh, we talk about things that we have sent to us by listeners. But this episode, I come across this message and I was like, this is this is too good not to talk about here on the show. So someone I don't remember who this was tweeted out uh, extremely hot and spicy take. If you're getting at least eight hours of sleep on a regular basis, you aren't working hard enough, which as a lover of sleep, <laughs> I couldn't disagree with this more. I always like get as much sleep as humanly possible. But I think this is also in line with other language that I've heard before. Like if you don't make six figures, you aren't working hard enough. And I think all of this language can really, it can really be toxic and really put a lot of uh, unnecessary pressure on a lot of individuals. And the whole idea that if you're not making six figures, you aren't working hard enough. That whole idea is completely false since some of the hardest working people out there are paid some of the lowest wages. Like the people who work in the fields to harvest the food we eat, people clean the buildings we all work in. Like they're working extremely hard, but their wages don't reflect the amount of effort that they're actually putting in on a daily basis. And uh, actually, based on some data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they put together this, this really great report with an extremely long name. It's called Usual Weekly Earnings of Wage and Salary Workers. And this was for the fourth quarter of 2021. And in this, uh, they looked at 116 million full-time workers. So, you know, they do a survey, they extrapolate it out, but based off of that large working force that we have in the country, the median weekly salary is $1,010 per week, which equates to about $52,000 per year. And with someone with a bachelor's degree, it jumps up a little bit, but even at that, it's $1,467 per week or a little over $76,000 per year. So even, even those people who are making a degree and are making more, still over half of the people in the country aren't making $100,000. And I mean, really, that number is probably much closer to you know, 60 70%. So if that's the case, it can't be that those people aren't working hard enough. It's just that their wages aren't reflecting their effort. Yeah, that tweet, very similar, and that hustle culture is very similar to the tweet that's like, you and Beyonce both have 24 hours, or the same 24 hours. <laughs> it's very exactly. different for each person. And why are statements like that so common and sometimes so problematic? Well, you know, uh, in the episode, my co-host Allison, she said she got caught up in this because she wanted to be successful. And I think that's what most of us want. We all want to do better. We all want to do the best that we possibly can. And so when we see things like this, we want to achieve greatness. And we're like, okay, well, this is going to be, this needs to be what I need to do. I need to sleep four hours and then work the other 20 and then maybe I'll be successful. But I think that's just an unrealistic pressure to put on a lot of individuals. I think 
sometimes we get in the trap of placing our value or coming up with what, what we feel we're worth based off of the income that we make and how many hours that we're putting in. And that can be a, a dangerous thing to do because you end up just burning out, overworking, and just putting this, this unnecessary pressure on yourself. So I think instead, it's better to base how well you're doing on those things, on not the things you see around you, but coming up with your own guidelines on what you think success is, because it's, it's going to be so hard to look at other people and determine what their success is and use that as a marker for yourself. Because for, for each and every one of us, success looks completely different and it's not going to be based off of the same dollar amount. That is so very true. And comparison, we know that that will kill your soul if you compare yourself to what someone else is doing. I think many of us have purchased a car at some point in our lives and I'm not going to talk about the absolute nightmare that it is going to a car dealership, but the relief you feel after leaving that place is amazing. But far too often, most of us end up paying way too much for our auto loans. We get caught up in the emotion and frustration of buying a car and then get stuck with an interest rate that is higher than it should be. That's why this week's bag of popcorn is brought to you by AutoApprove. AutoApprove is an online service that makes refinancing easier and faster. AutoApprove connects vehicle owners with a network of top credit unions, banks, and finance companies to find the best available interest rates, which will help lower your rate and your payment. Then my favorite part of all of this, they'll walk you through every step, even handling the DMV paperwork. In 2021, auto-approved customers saved on average $1,692 per year. Do you know how much popcorn I could buy with that kind of money? Probably more than I ever would need, but you know, with an extra $1,000 a year, I could take a trip or maybe eat at one of my favorite spots a little more often without completely destroying my budget. AutoApprove makes it possible to cut your expenses through refinancing your auto loan. So to find out how much you can save, get your free quote at AutoApprove.com slash popcorn. Again, that's AutoApprove.com slash popcorn. Get more money for what matters most with AutoApprove. I have an important question to ask you all. Have you done your taxes yet? because tax day is April 18th and it'll be here before you know it. It's right around the corner. And look, there's no shame if you haven't done your taxes yet. Nobody, and I mean nobody, including myself, <laughs> likes doing their taxes. But unfortunately, it has to get done. So why not get some help and take some of that stress off of your plate? H&R Block is not only bringing you today's bag of popcorn, but they are also bringing you the help you need this tax season. H&R Block's experienced tax pros have an average of 10 years of experience to help you navigate our very complex tax system. Plus, H&R Block guarantees your maximum refund and 100% accuracy. You can get things started however works best for you. You can visit in office and meet a tax pro face to face. You can connect virtually via phone, video, or just a simple chat, or a hybrid of the two. With or without the office visit, H&R Block tax pros can help you get your taxes done. So to learn more and to stop putting off getting your taxes done, get the help you need by going to popcornfinance.com slash hrblock or just tap the link in the show notes. Again, that's popcornfinance.com slash hrblock for 20% off your online filing. So what are your tips here to create your own definition of what successful is for you? I think this can be difficult and it's still something that I'm learning myself to, to figure out what success means for me. I think one of the biggest things you can do on is just to remove some of those financial pressures around you, because that can give you a clear image of what success really means for you. Because sometimes 
So what we think we need to earn is based off of all the obligations we have around us. So doing things like getting your debt under control, keeping your expenses reasonable and control where you can control your spending where you can. Those are things you can do to create a more, uh, I think a life that requires less. And then you can make a fair judgment because if so many of us, we've been drowning in debt, that completely warps the way we see money and how much mm-hmm. we think we need to live a comfortable life. And so I think these are a couple of things that you can do to helpfully kind of give you a better perspective, you know, make yourself overall financially healthier, but also give you a better perspective on what you need and, and what a good life looks like for you. Yeah. And in the end, really success defined on how you personally define it. And also sometimes really has nothing to do with money. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> All right. A very interesting topic. Definitely one that gives us a lot to think about. So now I want to hear your thoughts on hustle culture. Do you find it as a positive thing in your life? Something that encourages you and motivates you to get things done and just a reminder of, hey, I need to be on top of things. Or do you see it as a negative influence on your life? Something that makes you kind of compare yourself to others and feel like you're not doing enough, even though you're doing a great job. I want to know what you think about this. So you can send me an email to questions at popcorn finance as always, or you can join me over on Instagram and send me a DM. Just look for popcorn finance podcast there. And before we get out of here, this week's kernel goes out to Christina who gave popcorn finance a very kind shout out on Twitter. Christina, I just really appreciate the the support and, and you listening to the podcast. It always makes my day when I see any type of mention of the show and and what it's meant to you all. And if you've learned something from it, it it always is just like a nice boost of uh, encouragement uh, to see that pop up. So thank you so much, Christina, for uh, for the support and being there listening to uh, what I do here each and every week. As always, I appreciate you all joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.